Born on a mountaintop in Tennessee Greenest state in the land of the free Raised in the woods so he knew every tree Killed him a bar when he was only three Davy, Davy Crockett Welcome, everyone, to an animal-centric episode of Be Kind Rewind. This is your Disney Plus movie podcast. I, of course, am Dan Teets, and with me... Kyra Hawkins. And we are here talking about a cringeworthy episode that ran 48 minutes long, and I believe it was actually a double feature for the next new release that we will be talking about in a couple of weeks but we'll we'll get into that a little bit later on um we are talking about the tale of two critters it was released june the 20th 1977 had no official box office figures mainly because it was that double feature that we were talking about i had no clue what to expect with this one Except that the synopsis pretty much sums it up in one sentence, and we'll get into that in a little bit. Um, obviously, this one was one of the ones that was always on in your house, right? No. <laughs> no? Never heard of it. I would have liked to go on living that way. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> so, the synopsis which comes to us care of Wikipedia, goes a little something like this. It says, A glimpse of the relationship that develops between a young raccoon and a bear cub. As they play together in the splendor of the Pacific Northwest, the the two grow into adulthood through a spirited odyssey filled with adventure in the wild. Now, that's it. That's all you get. When I read this, preparing for the show just because i copy the synopsis into my notes so i've got it ready to go i honestly thought it was going to be more than just a one year well i don't even know if it was a full year because they hibernated and then that was it for the show but with the way that disney was doing their real life adventures that y'all can catch up on on the old school saturdays I didn't, it didn't hit me that, yeah, they're probably going to cover it, cover a year of these two's life, and, oh boy, what a year it was. Uh, it was a pretty boring year, if you ask me. Well, yeah, considering ten minutes of it, they were sleeping, but. <laughs> yeah. I did not love this. I didn't even like it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. I thought it was a snoozer. Yeah, it was it was not as good as the real life adventures or even the life of Perry, which is one from the 60s I think that Aki and I covered, which was a tale of a little squirrel that lived somewhere can't even remember y'all are going to have to go look it up cuz my brain's mush today. <clears throat> so I've got very sparse notes. Once again, this was a 48-minute movie that 
I think I got one, two, six lines of my notes <laughs> typed. The first thing that I saw was that it was actually filmed at the Olympia Game Farm. Oh, I didn't I, see it. Was that in the credits? Yes, that was in the credits. Oh, I wasn't paying that close of attention. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was a blink and you miss it kind of deal. But still, I'm wondering if this was one that they actually set up. Kind oh. of like the real life adventures were. Because honestly, if you've got a mom of one animal and the mom of another animal i don't care even if you say that they're going that they let their cubs go they aren't just going to say oh well whatever and just go on with their lives as if nothing happened yeah i um i tried to find like a definitive answer as to whether this was staged um and i couldn't i couldn't find anything at all. See, but, and that's why we pay you the big bucks. I know. I tried, like, I mean, extensive Googling. But um, I did come across, like, different reviews and, like, opinions in forums and things that are like, this is definitely set up. Um, mm-hmm. Some people were citing things, like, in one scene, like, you could tell it's a different bear. Oh. <gasps> uh, I tried to watch for stuff like that, but I I didn't catch it. But like I don't know. I it seemed like they were presenting it as like this really happened, like and we caught it all on film. But it I mean it had to have been completely staged. Well, yeah, it happened, but so did Haley Mills and um or not Haley Mills. So did. Jodie Foster in her water skiing episode on Freaky Friday. Yeah. Uh, well, we didn't even talk about that. But, like, none of the actors in that movie were actually water skiing. How dare you, ma'am? Jodie I... Foster is a fine water skier. Um, so the very first line in the narration of this movie, Tale of Two Critters, um, he says it was not the best of times, and it really set the tone for the entire movie for me. Yeah. It was not the best of times. It was not the worst of times. And I was like, yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. And so I watched this, I think, two or three days before you did. So I gave you a heads up as to what to expect. And the way that these two actually got together was somehow they both crawled into a log. And there was two bear cubs. One cub goes up a tree like bears are supposed to do. As we learned from another fine film. The Bears and I. Yes. And then the other bear... Instead of climbing up another tree, he decides to go into the same log, and it just happens to be the log that the raccoon's in. And the villain that wasn't villainous, just grouchy, sends this log rolling down the hill, and splash, it goes into the water. Yeah. My note is that they separated this cub from its mom for entertainment purposes. And so... Right off, it's like, okay, so this is the way that they get them together. And they both crawl up on top of the log and just stare at each other. And 
neither of them try to get off in the water. Although I think both raccoons and bears can swim because the mama bear was out swimming when all this started. Yeah. And raccoons washed their food, so I would think that they would swim. Why didn't they just get off there? Or did they not get off because there were people in the water throwing them back up onto the log when they tried to get off? I was going to say, I bet the answer is producers. Yes. Animal handlers. Um, I, man, I don't even know what to say. I just, <laughs> I wish, like, I, I was bored the whole time. The narrator's voice made me sleepy. It had that, like, westerns effect yeah. on me. I had a hard time staying engaged, but, like, all I could think was, like, the implausibility of any of it happening. <laughs> and, like, that's not how... Ha- like, they wouldn't just hang around together. And, like, the um, the narrator is saying things like, well, then they learned to trust each other. Like, no, they didn't. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, it's implausible, but... It's no less implausible than a fox and a hound get along, which we will get into in a few years. Yeah, but those were animated. This is like, they're presenting this as though it really happened. That, I think that's the difference. They're not, I mean, they are telling a story, but it's not like, from the imagination of this guy, it's like, <laughs> we caught all this on film. Can you believe it? And then. They both turned on us. Yeah, I just, here's the deal. I just thought of this, like, this is really the same kind of, like, production as something like Milo and Otis, which is beloved. Mm -hmm. Uh, Although I've learned as an adult, it had problems. Um, It's the same, like, storytelling um, device. Mm -hmm. But it's not good. Like this was terrible. I think because it's not like they're, they didn't make it super obvious that they're telling a story that they crafted. Mm-hmm. They're making it look like a nature documentary. I thought. So somehow this log, that these two were on ends up getting swept out to sea. I didn't want to research where this was, where the Olympia game farm was. But if, and once again, I'm not a bear and I'm not a raccoon and I don't identify as either. (laughs) So I can't say that I know how they would think. But I would think that if either animal was trapped on a log and you saw, oh, there's waves coming my way. I would try to go ahead and get off before the waves start to hit you. Yeah. Because the bear is just like, doo-doo-doo-doo-doo, I'm just going to hang out. And the raccoon's like, deuces, I'm getting off, I'm getting out of here. And then suddenly he's back on the log. And then the log rolls in because it gets to low tide. And then from there, the hilarity ensues. Is it hilarity? Well, it was one bad idea by the bear after. First they attack the owl. Then they get run off by the bees. And then... They chase off an owl because the bear actually gets a salmon, only to lose the salmon to a bigger bear. Or was it a bear or was it... See, I wasn't paying attention to that part. 
Yeah, I don't even know. Like, at one point they eat berries, and that part's kind of cute. Um, but then they but then they get into a fight because the bear catches a salmon, and this is where we're told that both a bear and a raccoon are omnivorous. So there's your educational nugget for this film. You could have shut it off right there, and you would have been fine. Yeah, we learned something. Oh, yes. they like get in a fight with a wolverine. Mm-hmm. Um, because all three of them wanted the salmon. Yeah, I wanted to watch Hugh Jackman, and not this Wolverine. Um, well, but... we will cover him in fifteen years because he is a part of the Disney. Okay, well, that I guess makes me feel a little bit better about sitting <laughs> with this Wolverine. Um, I just, man, I tried so hard to care about this, um, and. I like I think I put in my notes like three or four times. I really hope that um this was the second movie in the double feature and they didn't play it first. Because if I had been sitting in that theater, I would not have stuck around to watch the rescuers if I had to sit through forty five minutes of a bear and a raccoon. Yeah. And so after we have all the hilarity of the bear just getting beaten up by everything, suddenly they find themselves back on a log, back out in the water. And I'm just like, all right, didn't we already see this? Why are you showing this this again? I understand they're a little wiser because it's two days later or however long it's been, but... Like, not more of this. We've already seen this. Yeah. And so they wander inland trying to find their old home. And we get subjected to more bad jokes, bad puns. And then suddenly it's wintertime and they both have to look for some place to bed down for the winter. Yeah. And the bear... don't hibernate like bears do apparently yeah the bear goes into it into a hole in the ground and this almost called it skunk the raccoon climbs up into the top of the tree yeah and they both go to sleep and yeah. so does kyra and so do i yeah and <laughs> well actually like the bear like there's a badger living under that tree mm-hmm. uh, so he has to fight a badger but badgers? Yeah. We don't need no stinking badgers. He goes to sleep. I went to sleep. We get snow, which is funny. I watched this on a snow day. Um, so I guess that made it a little relevant to me that day to watch them be all curled up in the snow. But, like, uh, I don't know what happened next. <laughs> yeah, and so somehow the raccoon's part of the tree falls over oh there's like an avalanche yeah oh okay yeah and once again wasn't really paying i was watching but i wasn't comprehending because the last note that i actually have is a very bad joke that they made once the raccoon comes up and sees that his tree is completely destroyed and now he is the product of a broken home yeah that was stupid i like completely rolled my eyes. Um, I part of me was like, are they even really at the same tree? 
Like, is this is this in the same place, or did they film these separately and then just kind of make it look like they were in the same place? Yeah. I couldn't really tell. And so part of the reason why the raccoon had to move out was because the avalanche brought him down. And so he goes to look for someplace else to sleep for the rest of the winter, and he ends up getting skunked by a skunk. Yeah, there's like and... a, a little thing about it like there's a bird and a fox and they're all chasing a mouse or a rat or something and i really thought that the bird and the mouse part was the only part that wasn't boring um because it was like because the mouse is like running fast and it's like is the fox gonna get it is the is the bird gonna get it are they gonna like show this mouse getting eaten no it's way that was like the only part i found myself really caring about like oh hurry little mouse yeah, and so he ends up trying to pull out the skunk's tail and not realizing that it's a skunk, and the skunk turns on its glands, and it runs out one way, and the raccoon takes off the other direction, and somehow he ends up back at the bear's base camp, and so he's like, well, I guess this is where I'm staying, only to find out that the, now the raccoon has moved in with the bear, Oh, the skunk. And so, oh, yeah. What I say? The raccoon? Yeah. He was yeah. trying. Um, but, like, what are the odds of the rac- of the skunk, rather, like, going to hang out with his little bear buddy? Uh, There's no... Pretty I, high, apparently. I apparently, all skunks handlers, have to have a... Even there's a, humans, like, putting the skunk in there with the bear, then it's a pretty good chance. Yeah. So the raccoon takes off and he wanders off and it doesn't even show what he does. It's just like somewhere he found a place to stay. Oh, now it's spring. Yeah. And they cross paths and because they're both older and now the bear could eat the raccoon. Not that the bear couldn't eat the raccoon when they were both babies. Now they're no longer friends, but they have a mutual respect for each other the end yeah it's like they look at each other and their eyes meet and just for a second they think they it's like a shadow of a memory in their minds like some kind of that's how like it's narrated that's not the exact word but like like oh maybe they remember each other but like just barely and it was and the end they they'll never be um they'll never be friends again but one thing's for sure, they'll never be enemies. And then we get like a repeat of the song that, that opened the movie. Um, that which became... I'm, which may be the outro music to this episode. We may just have to play it out with that. Yeah. So you have to you sit could... through three minutes of the song. <laughs> you could add, um, like whatever it, whatever the amount of time you can put on that we that, like won't get you sued. Um, of just the narrator just talking through something, it'll put people to sleep so fast. Like, you're welcome, guys. Yes. And so, now that we've covered this, if you want 45 minutes of good entertainment, go and either watch Werewolf by Night, or watch the Guardians Christmas special, or watch all the I Am Groot shorts several times. There's way better ways to use your 45 minutes yes. we've done you a favor by like telling you about this so that you don't have to watch it 
Yeah. So have we pretty much beat this long, or is there yeah. anything else that you missed or that I've missed? No, just like <laughs> most of my notes are like sarcastic and uh, like calling out like, oh, producers did that. Producers did this. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I said my Hugh Jackman Wolverine joke. I think we're good. But don't. <laughs> All right. Well, let's go ahead and knock out three questions because I think I already know what the answers to all three of them are, but we have to ask them anyway. That is going to be quick. (laughs) Yes. Yes, just like most of the real-life adventures that Icky and I covered, they were done, the entire episode was like 30 minutes at max. So, the first thing is, what is today's impact of this movie? First of all, it would not be shot because you wouldn't have you'd have PETA on your case and did we ever find out if any animals were harmed in the making of this film or in back in the I couldn't find anything um I mean I did kind of look I I kind of being the keyword I wasn't trying that hard um because like anything I found would not have surprised me so I didn't try very hard Four bears died in the making of this movie, which is why they are different bears. (laughs) Right. Um, Yeah. We're sorry, PETA. (laughs) So, okay, today's impact would be that it would be CGI. Yeah. Um, And it wouldn't have, it wouldn't be a double feature. It'd be like a 30 minute thing on Disney plus or Mm -hmm. um, like PBS or something. Yeah. Although it's not educational, so maybe not. I don't know. I Today's impact would be this should not be made. Yeah, it, it probably would not be made because the nature documentaries that Disney does every year for the Earth Day are far and away much better than this. Yes, they're so good. And there's a Bears one, actually. Yes, which may be some relative of one of these. We don't know. If you are a bear and you're listening to this, we applaud you for sitting through our second bear movie. If you're a bear and you're listening to this and a Disney producer comes and tries to recruit you to be in their film Runaway or swipe at them or eat them. Oh, super talk, bears. Um, There's a movie coming out sometime in the next few months called Cocaine Bear. Mm -hmm. Um, Based on a true story. Have you heard of it? I've heard of it. One of the people that I am trying to get on for the next big spectacular that we are planning, he already has that listed as one of his top 10 movies for 23. Yeah, I can't wait. It's not usually something I'd be excited about, but I read about the original story and I got real jazzed about this movie. Well, while we're while we're talking about movies that you are jazzed about, we may cover a non-Disney movie because it's Disney adjacent. I'm on the edge of my seat. It's called Blood and Honey. Oh, no, we are not covering that. You can cover that. I'll sit that one out. Hey, I've already got a co-host lined up for that one. Oh. So we might have you sitting in the corner cowering as we recount that one. Oh, just watching the trailer for that made me feel like very weird and uncomfortable. I'll let you handle that one. If you guys, like if you and someone else wanted to recap it, I will listen, but I will not be laying eyes on any of that film. 
Yeah, so if you have no clue what we're talking about and like horror movies, go Google Blood and Honey. Trust me, you will not have any bad things come up. But one of my friends who will be on a podcast in the future when we get to one of his favorite movies of the 90s has already asked to be on to cover that one. So this will be Kyra's Too Scared Didn't Watch episode. Yes. Oh, man, that's such a good show. I listened to their latest episode today. Highly recommend it if you don't like horror. And if you are going to watch Blood and Honey, then that we can maybe kind of use their format a little bit for that episode because I refuse to watch. But we are not covering Blood and Honey next week, so you don't have to worry about it. Next week is another throwback episode. It's another old school that I've pulled out of the vault, shined up real nice, put some intros, outros, trailers, all the fun stuff that you get with the modern episodes. And then when we actually come back to regular programming in two weeks, we are going to be covering what I think may be one of Kyra's favorite movies, The Rescuers. The original, not Down Under. So that's your homework. Well, actually, we haven't even answered the last two questions. I'm just, oh. throw, I'm just throwing away the episode without <laughs> even... I'm so off, off kilter now that we're talking blood and honey. Listen... Okay, the next two questions are, it's not culturally relevant, and uh, it doesn't hold up. Is it mirrored in culture, and how does it fit into today's society? No, it doesn't. <laughs> no. We're good now. We're all, all right. Caught. Okay, the rescuers. Yes. So, that is your homework for when we reconvene with Kyra and I in two weeks. If you are a fan of A Tale of Two Critters, or if you heard our review and you want to throw us your opinion on it, shoot us an email, BeKindRewindDMP at gmail.com. The DMP, of course, stands for Disney Plus Movie Podcast. We will read your email on air in a future episode once we get it. Um, So, like I said, with this, as was most of the cases with the true life adventures this is a shorter episode so until we speak again stay safe stay hungry and stay out of the honey patch please (laughs) that's all you gotta just please yeah i'm just like oh just don't watch this movie (laughs) (laughs) all right we'll talk to y'all next week thank you for listening you can send us feedback at be kind rewind dmp at gmail.com We welcome any kind of feedback, and it might get read on the air in a future podcast. Once again, the email address is BeKindRewindDMP at gmail.com. If you have a moment, please rate and review our podcast on whatever streaming service you are listening to us on. This and word of mouth are the two ways to help us reach a larger audience. Thank you in advance for doing this. Thank you again for listening, and we hope you have a great day. Goodbye. And that is the movie.